You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. Now, y'all know I love Christmas, but if you skipped over complete the complete month of November and already got your Christmas decorations up and listened to Christmas music, now I get, I get it. Christmas music's great, but, but uh, man, when you go from as soon as Halloween is over, you immediately go to Christmas. You miss this fantastic season, this holiday that we have called Thanksgiving. And I, my, like my son, Niall, my 10-year-old, he says on November 1st, <laughs> he got up that morning and he said, Yay, it's the food month. We equate Thanksgiving with food. <laughs> and uh, man, I do too. When I think of Thanksgiving, I think of when my, my extended family gets together, mom and dad, grandparents, aunts and uncles and cousins and, and friends. We come together and there's this dessert table. That's uh, aside from everything else. And on that dessert table are different items, but especially pies, various pies, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, chocolate pie, coconut cream pie. They, the, the, uh, you know, the list goes on rhubarb pie. It just it goes on and on and on. There's even usually a lemon icebox pie. And I'm telling you, coconut cream pie. And it's so tempting because while you're waiting, because usually, you know, people are preparing the meal, mom and aunts and cousins and wives and, 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 you know, some of us guys, we're all, you know, preparing food and bringing it together and we're having conversations and those pies on that dessert table are just sitting there calling. It's time to feast and the temptation is there. to grab a slice of pie before the meal even begins. Now, what are some what sort of some temptations that people face? Obviously, we're talking about food here, but 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 take it further. You know, think about maybe even your own life and some temptations that that you face. And and, and when are you most likely to give in to temptation? Because for me, I'm on, I'll just be honest. For me, I am most likely to give in to temptation when I'm stressed, like when I'm overwhelmed. Anyone else feel that? Like when you're overwhelmed with life, like the temptations, which sometimes you can just kind of deal with, you can put aside and really don't even deal with the temptation of it that much. It's stronger, the draw, like when you're overwhelmed. So we're in this uh, middle of a three-week series on being overwhelmed, and, and every one of us have days, even seasons, when we get overwhelmed, and, and we're heading into the holiday season. And this is definitely can be the case over the holidays that we can get overwhelmed. So to help us, we're looking at this New Testament letter called James, and specifically the first chapter of James, and, and taking some, some, some uh, parts of that and, and applying it to our lives. Now, we're in James chapter 1. We're going to read uh, starting with verse 12 today. If you have a Bible, I encourage you to grab it. And, uh, and while you're doing that, let me give you this kind of the, the, you know, the backdrop here. The, the book of James is, is often considered a collection of wisdom, um, specifically for those who desire to be more like Jesus. Like if you want to become more like Jesus, James gives you some wisdom to apply to your life in order to, to, to begin to do that. So this is a great place to read and to study, and especially... For those of us who desire to live with the peace and joy and hope of being a follower of Jesus, even when we get overwhelmed. So he says this, verse 12, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. 
Afterward, they will receive a crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say God is tempting me. God has never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or cast a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us His true word, and we, out of all creation, became His prized possession. Now we're going to pause there and we'll dig in deeper here. And we're going to dig uh, even more so next week. Uh, but let's do this for today with this, with this big idea. Temptation hits hard when you're overwhelmed. Resisting that temptation strengthens you spiritually. And I would add emotionally and mentally. Like it strengthens you. Temptation hits hard when you're overwhelmed. Resisting that temptation strengthens you spiritually, emotionally, mentally. So here's a, a key uh, a few keys uh, I have found that as I face my own temptations and I have, you know, when I get overwhelmed with life and church and ministry and parenting and, and, and just everything, I, here's number one. Don't be dismayed when you get overwhelmed. Okay. Don't be dismayed when you get overwhelmed. I think of this, this joke I heard and uh, it's like the, a priest, a rabbi and an ev- evangelical pastor. And they were talking about temptation. Say, how do you how do you deal with temptation? Like, how do you do when you when when you struggle with temptation? What do you do? And the priest says, "Oh, I pray the rosary often, and I remind myself of my vows. That's how I deal with temptation. That's how I deal with the struggle." The rabbi says, "When I struggle with temptation, I pray the Shema three times a day, and I observe the Sabbath strictly." And the evangelical pastor said, "I don't struggle with temptation. I just give in to it." Okay, now that's a joke. Hopefully, that's not reality for those of us who are pastors. <laughs> but do you struggle with temptation? Because I'm going to tell you, your pastor does. This temptation is real. The struggle is real. But so is Jesus. So it, it, here's the question a lot of times we, we think of, though, whenever we, we have these temptations and they're strong. Is it even possible to resist? Now, there's a couple of things that can happen when you get overwhelmed. Um, Number one, your physical health can get neglected. When you get overwhelmed, your physical health can get neglected. You overdo it with comfort food, binge eating Doritos. You you, you don't exercise. maybe Maybe because you feel like there's no time, you fall into habits that are totally unhealthy for your body. Another thing that happens when you get overwhelmed is that your spiritual health gets neglected. Not only your physical health, but your spiritual health. Time and time again, when followers of Jesus get overwhelmed with life, they drop out of fellowship and they stop attending worship gatherings for for whatever reason. And a lot of it's because they're just overwhelmed. And when I ask, you know, uh, when they come and say, I'm just kind of struggling, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of not like close to God right now. I'm like, well, what are you reading in the Bible? What's your prayer life like right now? And consistently these things are being almost totally neglected. James says, you're blessed when you patiently endure the stressful trials of life and temptations. When, when, you're, when you're being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. He says, when you're tempted. Get that. That's, that's the first thing we want to see. It's that word, when. Because it's not if, but when. We shouldn't be dismayed or surprised when we face temptations, when we're overwhelmed. Because he says here, when you're tempted, it's going to happen. The first thing you need to understand is that temptation is universal. 
Temptation is universal. It, it, if you meet someone who's never tempted, run. That person's dead. <laughs> and, and, and you're in a scene from The Walking Dead or something. You know, it's... <laughs> Only the dead aren't tempted, okay? Temptation's universal. But temptation is also inevitable. Now, like, well, that's good news. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. Because temptation is universal. You can count on it. You'll be tempted. It won't be all day, every day, but it's going to happen. And a key to being able to resist temptation is to expect it. Expect that temptations are going to come your way. Don't sit around worrying about it and fretting about it. Just expect it. I'm going to be tempted, and you know what you're tempted by. And also, when you are facing temptation, when you're overwhelmed especially, your temptation will be be personal. Your temptation will be personal. We all are vulnerable in different ways. I mean, some things that tempt you don't tempt me. And some things that tempt me don't tempt you. That's just, that's how it works. But without a doubt, temptations come to all of us. And we need to be prepared for those moments. Jesus himself was tempted. You can find this story in Luke 4 where where Jesus faces temptation and the devil comes to him and tempts him very specifically. And the devil's trying to make Jesus give in to temptations based on his his human physical, emotional, and mental needs. And Jesus didn't get dismayed when he was overwhelmed. He, He resisted the temptations. And look at how that story ends. It's kind of like a, actually a cliffhanger. Luke 4.13 says, like, Jesus resisted these temptations that the devil put before him. And it says that when the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. See, there's a cliffhanger. It's like, Jesus is you're, he's going to be tempted again. Like, this isn't it. Like, you face the temptation. You, 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 you face the struggle. You, you resist. The, devil, the devil's done with you. <laughs> And he never comes back. That's not the reality is he just waits until the next opportunity. Temptation. Let's put it that way. Temptation waits until the next opportunity. Don't be dismayed or surprised when you're overwhelmed and you get tempted. Expect it. Be ready for it. And another thing is don't let stress get you distressed. Don't let your stress get you distressed. When I was a kid, I mean, a young, young kid. Uh, there was a popular comedian, and he had a TV show, and he, was, he, he appeared on all the talk shows and everything. His name was Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson. And he couldn't, uh, he had a character, and he, and he popularized this saying, the devil made me do it. Like, he had this whole skit based on doing something wrong and saying, well, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. See, the devil made me do it. Now, does the devil really have the ability to make you do anything? Really? Another key in resisting temptation is to understand where it comes from. Don't let the stress get you distressed. Realize where your temptation comes from. There are, are some who say that it is God who tempts us. Like this is what is this is this is what it means when when the comments made. Well, you know, people have their uh, behave the way they do because that is how God made them. They are created with a certain personality and certain attractions and, and certain things, and they can't help doing what they do. So ultimately, it's God's fault. This is, this is basically kind of the, the same logic that Adam and Eve's story in the Genesis of the Bible says. You know, they, they were tempted by this serpent to eat the forbidden fruit of the tree of knowledge and good and evil. And in Genesis 3.12, Adam says, yes, it was this woman you gave me who brought me the fruit, and I ate it. 
And then the Lord God asked the woman, how could you do such a thing? She says, the serpent tricked me. That's why I ate it. See, notice that when, when God confronts Adam for his sin, at first Adam blames Eve, and then he blames God, this woman, the one you gave me. Hey, God, God you gave me this woman. She, 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 I gave her the temptation because she offered me this fruit, of uh, this forbidden fruit. And she kind of in turn does the same thing. I was tricked. You know, you created the serpent and the serpent tricked me. God, you did it. And James says, God is never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone else. So, <clears throat> so God doesn't tempt you. So, so where does temptation come from? So, so here's that. Again, what, what about that, that saying? The devil made me do it. The serpent in the Garden of Eden story represents Satan, the accuser. And he does have a hand in our temptations. But I think the devil gets too much credit. James points out here that, that each person is responsible for his own temptation. But, but he, he shows that this is not like a standalone event, but a process. He says, temptation comes from our own desires. That's where they come from, our own desires. These desires then give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Giving into temptation is, is a deadly way to deal with being overwhelmed. Our temptations are very powerful. The, these desires in themselves aren't wrong. The desires that tempt us aren't wrong. Actually, many of our desires keep us alive and healthy. But even good desires take you to uh, excess can cause you harm. When you're overwhelmed, normal desires can become obsessions. So the, the consequences of giving into temptation are real. And James, James says deadly. Even though giving in often brings a moment of pleasure, it ends in death. Now, now we have all sinned, and God didn't strike us dead on the spot when we did. What we experience is God's mercy. As he extends the opportunity to, to turn to him in forgiveness, then follow him in obedience. And, and when we give in to temptation and sin, this brings about in our lives a death-like existence. Like we begin to die to the things of God. We die a little bit on the inside. And so... God isn't the one tempting you, and the devil didn't make you do it. So don't let the stress get you distressed. Trust God with your mess, and you'll begin to worry less. And then one more thought on this is don't be deceived about the grace you've received. Don't be deceived about the grace you've received. Now, I like to go fishing. I don't know. I don't know if you 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 like you know, fishing. I know it's it's a it's kind of an acquired taste for a lot of people to go out and sit by the water or on the water in a boat and 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 cast out a lure or or use live bait. Have you ever gone fishing with live bait like like worms? Like you put the worm on the hook because this is what it is. It's a lure that hides the hook. Uh, it's the worm is the lure. It's something that that is alluring to the fish. It gives a temptation, but hidden is the hook that will hook you. And here's what thing about fish: no fish looks at this temptation and says it's a trap. <laughs> so how do we get hooked by our temptations? James says, "Don't be misled. Don't be deceived." The good news is this: those who belong to Christ can resist temptation. Listen to this: those who belong to Jesus can resist temptation. You don't have to give in. Everything you need is given to you through Christ within you. It is Jesus that makes the difference. 
Listen to this verse from 1 Corinthians 10, 13, from the message paraphrase. No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. God says that, that he will make a way of escape. And often, often the way to escape temptation is to simply run from it. You expect the temptation, you see the temptation, you smell the temptation, and run from it. <laughs> the way to deal with temptation is not just to grit your teeth and make up your mind, I'm just, I'm just not going to do that again. How, how many times have I done that and failed? The key is to fill your mind with the things of God. Don't simply resist a temptation. Refocus. Refocus your mind. Refocus your heart. Refocus your spirit. It's difficult to do when you're overwhelmed. That's why this is a part, uh, an important part of us kind of diving deeper into being overwhelmed. Don't simply resist temptation. Refocus. Since temptation begins from within, allow God to change you from within. Often we, we'll pray for, for deliverance from temptation, only to turn around and expose ourselves to it all over again and again and again. God, would you deliver me from, and there's the list, deliver me from chocolate pie. And then the next thing you do is go buy a chocolate pie. <laughs> Ask your mom, like my mom, she has the best chocolate pie in the world. Would you make a chocolate pie? I'm trying to resist it, but would you make it? And that's, that's kind of what we do. We pray for deliverance, and we turn around and expose ourselves to it again and again. So, so how can you be prepared to face the temptations that will come your way? And how can you resist temptation when it happens? Let me give you three things that help as a follower of Christ to resist temptation when it, helps, when it, when it happens. Number one, prayer and Scripture. Prayer and Scripture. If you've been in, around Awakened Church for a minute, you know we, we are all about growing and becoming more like Jesus through prayer and scripture. Don't neglect daily connecting with the God who gives you the strength you need. See, God has the strength you need, but you've got to, you've got to daily connect and prayer and scripture is how we connect. Another way to resist temptation when it happens is accountability. (laughs) Accountability. Who is a godly person that you trust? And, And if you have a real struggle with a temptation, that's, that's very harmful to you. And maybe you need a help of a, of a professional, a counselor. Please get that help that you need. Find someone who, who you can talk to that, that's confidential. Who, has your, who are you accountable to for these things? And, and then, you know, how can you resist temptation? Just avoid the situation. At when possible, again, there's not everything is possible. You can't avoid, like if you're tempted by various pies like I am, you just don't say, no, I'm not coming to Thanksgiving because you're going to have various pies. <laughs> but you have to avoid the, the, you avoid the situation when possible. In other words, on Thanksgiving you go, you don't let yourself stand around looking at the dessert table before the meal. And don't go buy yourself pies. That's just, that's just the, you know, avoid the situation. So, so God gives you strength to resist temptation. Remember, the presence of temptation is not a sin. The sensitivity we have that says, don't do that. That's a gift from God. You have that gift from God within you. That, that feeling, that sense that says, hey, don't do that. That's a gift. 
take it, open it, use it. Temptation hits hard when you're overwhelmed. But resisting that temptation strengthens you spiritually and emotionally and mentally. So for, for our next steps this week, I want to give you a prayer, a prayer for the week. And again, make this your own. You are, you are creative and smart enough to, 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 to come up with your own. But here's just a, like, may make this a template for your week, a prayer for the week. Jesus, the struggle is real, but so are you. Right now, would you overwhelm me with your grace and strength to resist the temptations I'm facing? Jesus, it is true, the struggle is so real, but so are you. I'm confessing that right now. I'm confessing the struggle that I have with temptations, but I'm confessing that you are strong. You are real. You are my strength. And right now, right now, would you overwhelm me with your grace and with that strength to resist the temptations that I'm facing right now? Amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.